Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome to the show and a good Monday afternoon to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 4.08, eight minutes after four o'clock. This is Atlanta's Evening News tonight with Mark Erickson. Uh, Mark Aram. Mark Erickson? Mar- Mark Erickson. No, Mark Aram in for Eric Erickson. Um, we are uh, swapping shifts today. Uh, so Eric will be on during my normal shift from 6 to 8 p.m. You might be saying, why the heck are you swapping shifts? That makes no sense. Did Erickson call in sick? Is he okay? What's the reasoning? It's actually a very cool reason. If you've been uh, listening to the inauguration of Brian Kemp, the conservative Viking, our our friend and colleague Longoria, was tabbed to be the MC of the inauguration ceremony. Very high yes. cotton that uh, Mr. Erickson is is running in. And if, in case you missed it, uh, so Eric was the MC of the Brian Kemp inauguration. Here's uh, some of what you could have heard on the WSB radio app as we uh, play the inauguration live. Ladies and gentlemen, please be seated as Governor Kemp will now administer the oath of office to Lieutenant Governor-elect Jeff Duncan. Ladies and gentlemen, Governor Kemp will now administer the oath of office to each of Georgia's constitutional officers. Please welcome to the platform Secretary-elect Brad Raffensperger. Please welcome country music artist Danny Dawson of Atkinson County. Flawless job by Eric Erickson. There's some tough names in there. Some tough names. He did a great job emceeing. So Eric's going to scoot up here and do my show from 6 to 8. Um, he'll be back on tomorrow from 4 to 6. But a very cool honor for, uh, for Eric Erickson. I'm very happy for him. I know he was uh, full of pride and joy being selected for that. Um, the gang's not all here today. Deb Green and Low T are off. Longoria, stoic as ever, on the other side of the takeout window. And I believe it's Catfish Crystal Wheeler screening the calls. Tough to tell inside around the corner there. Uh, but we're going to have some fun. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. I've got an amazing prize pack to give away. But I want to kind of combine Eric's amazing day today with the not-so-amazing day that the TSA uh, folks and the travelers had down at Hartsfield Jackson International, Atlanta Hartsfield International Airport this morning, in case you missed it. So on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade, we're reporting it. And throughout the morning, we've been updating massive delays getting through security. And I know it, it can be tough getting through security on any day at uh, at the airport, but today was really bad. Um, like two and a half hour waits long. I know, I've heard my mom's the, worried that, you know, she's coming down for Lily's um, birthday party in February. And she's like, oh, the government's still going to be shut down. I'm like, tell her to take Greyhound. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it'll yeah, be, it'll I doubt be quicker. That. <laughs> um, but, you know, so there are people that have the, the TSA pre check and the clear, and they were waiting over two hours. Really? It them was, too. It was that bad. We're trying to get confirmation about what it was. Uh, we assume it was, you know, the TSA employees. Uh, being impacted by the government shutdown, all called in sick. So there were limited numbers of screeners and booths you can go through through security today. The, the 
You're familiar with the airport in Longoria. I am. The delays stretch back to baggage claim. Oh, wow. So through the atrium. Wow. All the way out, like basically yeah. to the front door when you walk in. I so, get mad when it just at the end of normal. I had a, a girl that I knew in high school was in town. Didn't tell me, by the way. But she posted on Facebook that she missed her flight in Atlanta today. She had never seen delays. It's it's crazy. Um, so what I want to do is combine what Eric did today and what went on at the airport today? It's gonna be, uh, it's it, it'll be easy to follow once okay. I explain it. Okay. So Eric today is is gonna be two hours late to work, but a very excused absence. Correct. Right. I mean, yes. that to get Tab to be the MC of the inauguration, that's an excused absence. Right. An excused right. tardiness. Correct. You know, yeah. That Pete's break says, yeah, absolutely. I say, yeah, absolutely, do it. Uh, but that's a rare case where you can be late for work and be excused. I want to talk about excuses people use to get off of work when they're not really sick. Because that's what the TSA people are doing right now is they're calling in sick even though they're not sick. Yeah, most of them probably are not. Yeah, I mean, uh, but some of them are doing that because they have to go get part-time jobs because they have no money coming in. So I'm not passing judgment, but that's the fact. People are calling in sick, and that's why we're seeing the two-and-a-half-hour waits through security. So what I want to do is – uh, and I've got some great prizes to give away. I want to hear the best excuses you've ever used or have ever heard for being late or calling in sick to work. I'll give you I'll give you one. This is a legitimate one. I've been late to work maybe three times okay. in my 21-year career here. I might be underselling that, but three I remember. <laughs> and my, my most amazing tardy story, you're going to think I'm making this up, but it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. All right, so I want to hear from people, and especially bosses, because bosses hear the the greatest excuses. My dad was the superintendent of schools where I grew up, so people would call in sick to my house to tell my dad, and a lot of guys would have their wife call. (laughs) <laughs> like, like call call my boss and tell him I'm not coming in. That's when he knew it was bogus. When yeah, the wife yeah, calls, yeah. oh, uh, yeah, Scotty's, uh, uh, he's got the flu. He's not going to be coming. <laughs> that's my problem. I got to do a female voice. Yeah, Scotty's got the flu. He's not coming in. That, my dad's like, that's when you know it's yeah. bogus, when the wife calls in. But I want to hear from bosses because you, I imagine, hear the best excuses. Best uh, call-in sick excuse will win a WSB prize pack. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. All right, here's my story. This happened okay. maybe 15 years ago. Um, doing, doing TV on the morning on channel two, the traffic and traffic for Atlanta's morning news with Scott Slate back when we started at 5 Mm AM and I have the same routine that I did, uh, that I do now that I did back then 15 years ago. I wake up, I go hurry, hurry poopies. (laughs) I shower, shave, get dressed and go out the door. That's my routine. So my alarm goes off at 319 in the morning. I get up, I go hurry, hurry poopies. (laughs) I get in the shower, I shave. I come out of the bathroom. So I wake up at 319. I'm on the porcelain at 326. Okay. Hit snooze once. Right. So I'm on the porcelain at 326. I finish shaving. I come out, and it's 545 a.m. <laughs> what did you lose two hours from? How did I lose two hours, yeah. right? I realized I was so tired, I fell asleep on the toilet. <laughs> what? Really? I, I fell asleep for like an hour and a half on the toilet, on the commode, <laughs> because I couldn't have fallen asleep in the shower because the water would have gone cold. Right. So I, I apparently unknowingly fell asleep <laughs> on the porcelain, didn't realize it, got up, went into the shower, came out, and I'm already 45 minutes late to work. And oh, I, wow. And this was back, you know, I don't even know if I had a cell phone or not, but... Like, I looked at the clock, I was like, oh, my God, and there's no way to get in touch with me. You know, it was <laughs> right. it was crazy. But, so that was a legitimate excuse. And I bet you they didn't believe that. 
No, but it was so crazy they did believe it. And I'm never late, so it was like, they're like, what happened? I'm like, uh, I fell asleep on the potty. I fell asleep on the potty. It was crazy. So that's my my craziest calling in late for work excuse. One that happened recently, it was only a couple years ago. Um, It was during one of the ice storms, and I was driving out of my house, and I'm in a gated uh, community, and the gate froze. Like the metal gate froze, and it wouldn't open. So I, I was like, banging on it and pushing it and couldn't get it. So I called the executive producer. I'm like, I can't get out of my house. So finally, after like 20 minutes of doing it, I was able to get uh, get out of the community. I was like five minutes late for yeah, work. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, I, I once fell asleep on the commode for about 90 minutes. Didn't realize it and was late for work. <laughs> you All must right. have been pretty tired. That's the, that's, what you got. that's the story you have to top for excuses. <laughs> okay. How is this going to help the TSA folks? If you're listening and you work at the TSA and you need some creative excuses to call in tomorrow, because they're not going to believe you're sick every day. Yeah. You got to come up with something a little better, a little creative. Falling, go ahead and use the falling asleep on the toilet excuse. That's fine. Yeah, but you can only use that once. You can only use it once. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> right. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB. Talk. CJ kicks us off in Conyers. CJ, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you? What's up, buddy? Uh, I called in today to go to inauguration. You called in a who to the what? I called in to go to the inauguration today. Oh, you, Brian Kemp. Did you really? Good for you. What, I did. Did you use that as an excuse, or did you make something else up? I used that as an excuse. And it was it was cool <laughs> with your boss? Yeah. 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 When in doubt, like, again, like me, Longoria, falling asleep on the commode, I just told the truth. I'm like, hey, I don't know what happened. I fell asleep on the potty. <laughs> it's always better to tell the truth. So you, you just said to your boss, how much of advance notice, CJ, did you give your boss on this? Uh, last week. Oh, so plenty. Um, and your boss was cool. Yeah. You, were, you were honest. You didn't make up yep. uh, sickness and illness or anything like that. You just said, hey, I want to go to the inauguration. I'm taking off. That's right. And how was and it? Was it? Hear, it was good. I got to hear uh, the first announcement was, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please silence your phone. I was like, hold on a minute. I know that voice. That was Eric Erickson. Did it sound something like this? Ladies and gentlemen, please be seated as Governor Kemp will now administer the oath of office to Lieutenant Governor-elect Jeff Duncan. So proud of my, so proud of my Just buddy Eric Erickson. Yep. Very yep, cool. That was cool. Well, I'm glad you got to go, uh, CJ. I obviously couldn't go because I got to fill in for Erickson. He called in late. He's tardy. Excuse tardiness for the conservative Viking. All right, uh, your best and worst excuses for calling in work in honor of Erickson emceeing the inauguration and the TSA folks who apparently sh- did not show up in mass today at the airport. Major, major delays. 404. 872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Always on Twitter on and Instagram, at Mark Aram. It's M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is Atlanta's Evening News on WSB. Four twenty four forty four degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram in for Eric Erickson with you till 6 in the p.m. Then Eric's going to fill in for me, but the schedule goes back to normal tomorrow. Big jam at the TSA checkpoints today at uh, the airport Two and a half hour waits for some folks, maybe even more. That's when I went to bed when it was two and a half hour waits. So uh, we're talking about the TSA folks that called in sick today. We assuming, we're assuming that's what caused it. We have not yet heard back from the TSA because I don't know if there's anyone at the TSA to even let us know because of the partial government shutdown. But we're trying to help out the TSA agents with creative excuses for calling out of work. Like Eric Erickson had a legit excuse today. He's he was the MC of the Brian Kemp inauguration, which is fantastic. That's legit. 
And you can't lie about that because everybody knows. Everyone knows. Yeah, they're like, well, that's Erickson. Yeah. Uh, so your best and worst excuses that you've used or heard of, 404-872-0750, wsb talk Jack joins us on the Mark Aram Show. How you doing, Jack? Good. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Uh, on my way home from work. Give me a good excuse for calling out of work. Uh, one that I've used or one I've heard? Either or. Give me a, an entertaining one. Uh, one I've used several years ago that was unbelievable at first is I had to get my wife pregnant. <laughs> I'm assuming this was like an in vitro kind of thing? No. You just you just needed to, <laughs> to make whoopee. Then there was many other things going on, but we had our time and it was The timing was right. And what did your boss say to that? He said, that sounds like a personal problem. You should keep your personal stuff separate from work. Wow. All right. But he let you, he gave you the day off, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then 10 months later, he told me he appreciated my honesty. Oh, well, yeah, that's that's the be- honesty truly is the best policy, Longoria. I wonder if Spriggs would give me a day off. I got to make whoopee today, Spriggs. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, all right, you can miss the first three minutes of your program. And then I expect you back on. Uh, Robert's in Woodstock. Robert, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey. Hey, Robert. How you doing? What up, buddy? Um, mine, I'm going to beat everyone. Okay. I was detained by the GBI in the Georgia CRCT cheating scandal. What? How come? Yeah. How come I worked for Doherty County School Systems three-year prior? And they detained you why? Under suspicion? Um, as a witness. Oh. And so your current job, did you get a chance to call them and say, hey... I'm at GBI headquarters. Uh, no, the agent showed up at my house, oh and my I had goodness. to call in and say I was going to be late, and they didn't believe me. That's unbelievable. Did, did you lose your job because of that? or No, 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 no. Do you get, do you get like a note from the GBI? Please excuse Robert for his absence. <laughs> for who would make concern. Yeah, to who would no, make concern. No, it gets better. It gets better. He came to work with me, and we used a conference room for my interview. Oh, all right. That's, listen, you show up with a GBI agent, then that's fine. That's better than a note. Yeah. Show him that badge. Anthony's in Cleveland. Anthony, welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going? What's up, sir? Now, my best one was I worked at McDonald's. The Tuesday night, Little League, I knew Little League got off, so I did not want to work that oh, night. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. I was- I was already at work, and I told my friend, hey, call the store, tell the manager to talk to me. So he called the store. He's like, why? I was like, just do it. Call him. When I, once I answer, you can hang up. And he did. And when I picked up the phone, I started getting sad and upset. And my manager's like, everything okay? I was like, no, my best friend was just in a car accident. Oh. And he's like, do you need to go? And I was like, if you could let me go, that'd be great. And so I got out of work. My friend had to stay there and work extra hard. I thought you were going to use the dead grandmother excuse. That was big when I was in high school. Like, wh- wh- why are you? Why were you in class yesterday? Oh, my grandmother died. Oh, my grandma. That That's was just big. bad karma. Yeah, right I there. agree. I agree. <laughs> Matt is in Marietta. Matt, real quick, what's your uh, best calling out of work excuse? Yeah, man. So uh, I used to be a sales manager at a Ford store, and uh, the car salesman they uh, give you the best excuses. But one of the best ones I ever had was a uh, lady called in and said her property was being taken by eminent domain and she had to go to the courthouse so that she could actually uh take care of the eminent domain problem that she was having so was it was it a bogus excuse or a real excuse uh that we'll never know but, uh, <laughs> i'll give a a plus for creativity why why are you why can't you come to work creative. the government is yeah. seizing my property 
the government is taking my property. <laughs> That's so I've heard them all, but that was probably one of my best ones. Yeah, I'd let that letter slide on that. I'll be like, oh, all right, good luck keeping your house. All right, we're going to come back after uh, Chris Chandler delivers you the very latest news, weather, and traffic, including the Kemp inauguration that our buddy Eric Erickson emceed. We'll come back with more recalls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Ladies and gentlemen, please be seated as Governor Kemp will now administer the oath of office to Lieutenant Governor-elect Jeff Duncan. Eric Erickson, the MC of the uh, Brian Kemp gubernatorial inauguration today. The conservative Viking is in the building. I just saw him in the uh, break room getting a, a cold beverage. So he's here. Hopefully he brought cookies. Ooh, he does bring in food. I'm starving too. I'm Mark Aaron, by the way. Eric will be on at six. We flopped swaps uh, today. Uh, so he's going to do my show from 6 to 8 p.m. because he uh, was the MC of the uh, the Kemp inauguration. That's very, very cool. That's that's very cool. I'm 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 proud of my buddy Eric. That's a very cool. Yeah, thing. I don't think I'll ever be able to MC anything like no. that. I, I I've MC'd one thing that was I'm very proud of. I'll tell you that a little bit later on the show. We're talking about Eric coming into work late and excused tardiness, um, but I think there was a lot of unexcused tardiness or absences this morning at the airport. Huge delays at TSA. Two and a half hour waits to get through security at the airport because we're assuming. Uh, the partial government shutdown. The TSA folks haven't been paid yet this year. A lot of them calling in, in air quotes, sick. Mm-hmm. So there are limited crew members there today. So they had to close a bunch of lanes. Massive delays through the airport today. So we're helping out the TSA folks by coming up with good excuses to call into work. Now, generally speaking, honesty is the best policy. Right. I don't know if you can be honest as a TSA guy and say, um, yeah, I'm just You're right. And, you know, at this at this time. <laughs> yes. Now. So my uh, the the one memorable time I was late for work again. If you just missed it, I woke up, went to the bathroom, took a shower, sh- cut, got out of the shower, shaved, and then two hours had eclipsed. Right. I fell asleep on the potty for about ninety minutes, which is unbelievable. <laughs> that, that is unbelievable. I and can't I, imagine. And I called him. It was Captain Herb at the time. I called him like Herb. I'm sorry, man. I I fell asleep. On the on the turlet, <laughs> and he was dying laughing. I bet. Yeah, the TV producers weren't happy. They weren't no, dying no, laughing. They, yeah. Herb was dying laughing. So that <laughs> that was my best. But I was honest. I didn't say I didn't oversleep. Yeah, I got up and then just fell asleep on the uh, on the potty. So most uh, creative excuse if you are ever used it or if your boss and received it wins a nice WSB prize pack. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Stephanie's in East Atlanta. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Mine happened about 20 or so years ago. First came to Atlanta, worked for the city part-time, so I could only afford a little, you know, cheap apartment. Mm-hmm. Well, it had bug problem, Ooh. so I had raid in my bathroom, and uh, one morning I went in and no. did my hair and no. my makeup, and I thought I picked up hairspray, <laughs> but unfortunately I dove under the bathtub and washed it out immediately, and I called them and let them know that I accidentally sprayed Raid in my hair, so I got to redo everything, and I'd be two hours late. So That didn't cause any—you co- didn't get hurt, though, or any permanent no, damage or I something. I thought all my hair was going to fall out, but it didn't. Oh, my God. I don't know what I'd have been scared of. Yeah, and so the guys greeted me at the door saying, Raid! <laughs> <laughs> That's odd—you know, but, I've done something similar. I put—I can't remember what, so I put in this— so I've got this uh, Jewish afro that that puffs up. Yeah. So I've got like it's not relaxer. It's uh, I forgot what it's called. It's like uh, something to just take the frizz out a little like bit. Detangle. It's called it's called anti frizz, not right. anti frizz, but anti frizz. Right. Yeah. And I remember one day I was so tired, I was getting ready for work, and I put uh, hand lotion on. 
in my hair instead of it was like remember that scene in the something about mary yeah, yeah. where her hair sticking up <laughs> i did that and i had to wash my hair again to get all the hand lotion out of there because uh yeah what you know when you get up at three in the morning some things are going to happen yeah kim is in commerce kim welcome to the mark aram show hey are you there yes kim go ahead buddy okay the um, best excuse i ever used um we came up with it in a human anatomy class and we used it a friend, a couple friends and I, we worked at a telemarketer's office, which was a horrible job to start with. <laughs> we would call in with ocular rectal dysfunction because we could not see our butts going into work that day. <laughs> and it worked. And it worked. That's oct- <laughs> Well, I mean, if you use something scientific like that. Yeah, sometimes yeah. If, I wouldn't have known. I would have been like, yeah, yeah sure, okay. Yeah, uh, exactly. You don't yeah. want to ask. That, yeah. that ocular well, I'm here. Right? <laughs> now, be honest with me, Kim. Um, have you ever yes. used uh, fake feminine uh, issues as as a reason to get out of work? No. Because I think there no. there are ladies here at the station that use that. Because if if your if your boss is a guy, that that ends yeah. the conversation. He's not going to even question yeah. that. Yeah, it's, that ends know, the conversation. Right I can't there. come into work tomorrow. Why not? Uh, it's feminine stuff. Oh, okay. Like the end of conversation. <laughs> yeah, he's right not even going to ask. What end it of is. conversation. This is um, this is not a paid endorsement, but let me just okay. tell you. So speaking of minty fresh, I, I pulled my back on Thursday. I talked about this on the air. Okay. I and it was so it's such an, uh, a sad way to do it. I All got right. I got delivery outside of my house, a big box, and I bend over to pick up the box, and I didn't even pick up the box. Just bending over, and I, I threw my back out. I mean, excruciating pain. Friday, Saturday, I'm standing up. I couldn't deal with it anymore. I go to I go to the pharmacy, and I buy these uh, icy hot. Back patch, back patches. I see, you know, the yeah, Shaq yeah. uses. Mm-hmm. I, I can, I can line dance now. I can break dance. Those things, <laughs> they're good. Are amazing. I've always wondered about those. It's insane. Like as soon as this wears off, my back is going to be crippled again. Throw another icy hat patch on there, <laughs> and I can, I can run down Peachtree Street. Yeah. it's a marvelous product. I smell like Ben Gay. Yeah, you smell like old. Yeah, that's who. It was. <clears throat> but it's like. all right. Look at this. I'm moving around. I could touch my toes now. Yeah. I could never touch my toes before. All of a sudden, I could touch my toes. Uh, Pete's in Noonan. Pete, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. How's it going? What's up, buddy? All right. So my best excuse that I ever used was the valet lost my car. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So this was back in the 80s. Yeah. I was seeing a Robert Palmer concert <laughs> at Trump Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Okay, I've been there. The, the show got over. It was about one thirty or so, and I actually lived in northern New Jersey at the time and had to be to work at 5 o'clock in the morning. So by the time they got me my car, it was about 3 o'clock. It was about a three-hour drive, and this is before the day of cell phones. Yeah. So I had to pull off the interstate, find a payphone, and call my boss at 4.30 and tell him the story that why I'm late. And did he buy it? He did buy it. All it's right. a true story. But that's that's the trouble, though. When you make that up, you you got to have to have a follow-up to the story like, Pete, how did you get your car back from the valet? Where was it? So what did, what, how did you fill in the blanks there? I never got a good story. They said they misplaced and couldn't find it. I think somebody took it for a joyride, honestly, but I oh. never really found that story. Gotcha. All right. That works. I like that. That's creative. The valet lost my car. Stan's in Snellville. Stan, welcome to the show. Howdy. Hey, buddy. So I got a ton of them, but the best one, illegitimate and illegitimate, really, but the one <laughs> that I can call the feeling up to this day still is 
I was in my twenties going down Highway 29 at once. I missed a half a day of work because I was taken out by a SWAT team. Whoa! Okay. Team. It was four Gwinnett County officers and four SWAT, and I'm telling you, they're good because I never even saw them. I'm just driving down 29, and bam, they were on me, and I was going nowhere. What was the? What were they looking for you for? Now, luckily for me, the story ends well because what happens is they were looking for someone who matched my description: white male in his twenties driving in a black Camaro. And that was me. And so once they realized it wasn't me, but you know, it took probably an hour for them to sort all that out and get me back to work. Right? But I did, can still remember because I've been around officers my whole life and did, I love them to death, but I've never had one pull a gun on me. Oh yeah, that's that's gotta be now, scary. They weren't pointing at me. Did, did they were it uh, at the ground, but all eight of them had their pistols out. I've never been in that situation. More importantly, did your boss buy the excuse that you got swatted? Oh, that's one of their favorite stories. Oh, love it. All right, good job, Stan. Got some great ones so far. I wonder if Turnbull called in sick after he brushed his teeth with Monistat 7. <laughs> That's gross. I might have called in sick after Ugh. that. All right, we'll come back with more of your calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Trying to hook up the TSA workers at the airport, giving them good excuses to call into work tomorrow. 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. In for Erickson on the Evening News. 4.56, Erickson warming up in the bullpen. Aram, your uh, starting pitcher tonight. Eric will be on from 6 to 8, back in his normal time slot tomorrow from 4 to 6 p.m. Looking for the uh, most creative excuses for calling in sick for work, trying to help out the uh, TSA folk. Maureen is in Doraville. Maureen, welcome to the show. Oh, hey. Hello, Maureen. Well, I got, she, had, she had, this girl I work with had an excuse every day. Okay. I mean, every day. I, I've, I've met people was, like that. One was... She called in because her fish tank broke and she had to save her fishes. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, like, yeah, okay. I'm... And then another one, uh, <laughs> I lost my teeth. I can't find them, so I'm going to be late. Well, I give her an A-plus for creativity. Those are pretty uh, creative. Here's the thing, though. And, again, this is from my experience. I've never been a boss. I don't think I'll ever be a boss. But my dad was a boss, and he used to get the calls. The boss usually knows when you're full of it, right? Yeah, I would think so. Like, my dad always knew. He'd be like, oh, Sal's calling in. It's bogus. But, I mean, he couldn't really do anything about no, it. No, I, I mean, mean he, he had, had to believe them. Exactly. you got to take him at their word. Um, Chris is in Atlanta. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, yeah. Good afternoon, Mark. What's and, up, buddy? Uh, everybody. Oh, not a whole lot. Just getting home from work, and uh, you kind of surprised me there. Um, but uh, good to hear you and uh, and Mr. Erickson doing what he did today. Kudos so cool. for the governor. So cool. So, so uh, cool. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that's great. So, anyways, well, I'm like the other caller. I can't I can't name but maybe six or eight of my own good ones. But here's one for you, or a couple, real quick. Um, I had a boss one time. He was a real good guy. He taught me a lot about you know growing up and being a good employee. But he, for some reason, felt guilty for having to leave early himself because he was a hard worker. He called the shop one day. And the and the shop foreman sat at the break table and told us, yeah, uh, he had to go home and. Uh, turn his motorcycle around so the wife could clean the other side of it. I'm like, really? <laughs> so, so, and if that wasn't as good, uh, he had to pull the washing machine out from the wall so she could clean in behind it. I mean, the man was a great boss, but he just felt guilty, those, I guess. Those so, are some weird excuses. Go. Husbandly duties, though. Longoria, you've done that. You've called in for husbandly duties. Oh, yeah, all the time. Stuff around the house, watching yeah. the kids. Yeah, I get it. Those are exciting. Just be honest. Unless you're a TSA agent, you need you need some fake excuses for tomorrow. Chris Chandler, locked and loaded in the news booth. News, weather, and traffic next. Airman for Erickson on WSB. 
this is Billy Gardell, and you're listening to my buddy Mark Aram, The Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good uh, Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 5, 10, 10 minutes after 5 o'clock. This is Atlanta's Evening News, not with Eric Erickson, but with Mark Aram. He was down at uh, the Brian Kemp inauguration, not just down there. He emceed the puppy. Uh, so he uh, and I switch shifts today. He'll be on at 6 p.m. back in his normal time tomorrow at 4. The gang not all here tonight. Uh, Deb Green is off. Longoria, stoic as ever on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck, not Low here. T. But he was not at the inauguration with Erickson. No. He's uh, wild boar hunting stuff. Yeah, he got something. He I'll actually got much. something. Yeah. Give him that much. Good for him, know. Low T. We'll be back in our normal slot tomorrow at 6. We're talking about... The huge delays at Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport this morning. Wait times through security over two and a half hours. The thought is that the TSA folks called in sick. What they call when when police do that, it's the blue flu. Oh, I don't I know, know what they would call it here. TSA flu. Yeah, I guess so. Because they're, they're working for free, basically, and a lot of them are having to get part-time jobs, whatever. So I, apparently, a lot of them called in sick today, which limited security checkpoints, which led to the two-and-a-half-hour times. Atlanta's not alone here. Um, Houston's George Bush International Airport, as you mm-hmm. know, Longoria, yeah. uh, closed down uh, one of its security checkpoints on Sunday. Similar measure at Miami International Airport over the weekend because the TSA folks are essential employees, right. so they have to report. But a lot of them are calling in sick because they have bills to pay. Um, so we're talking about calling in sick and, and trying to give the TSA folk some uh, some suggestions, perhaps, because you can't just keep calling in with the same flu every no, day. No, yeah, you gotta you gotta change. You it gotta mix there. it up. Yeah. Best and worst excuses you've ever heard or used: four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Again, mine was very simple recap. Fifteen years ago, uh, my alarm goes off at three nineteen in the morning, and I have the same routine then as I did now. Three nineteen in the morning, I get up, I go to the bathroom, like potty. Potty. Right, right. And then I take a shower, get out of the shower, I shave, brush my teeth, get dressed, I'm out the door. So 319, I wake up, 326, I, I go potty, jump in the shower, shave, get out of my bathroom. It's 545 a.m. <laughs> Two hours gone. Apparently, I, I fell asleep out. on the bathroom uh, on the porcelain. Like, what happened to the last, it was like it was, Twilight Zone? It was. It was but I, then I figured it out. I was like, oh, because I couldn't have fallen asleep in the shower because the water would have gone cold. Right, right. So I fell asleep on the turlet. That was that was mm. my most creative excuse for uh, calling in late to work. So want to hear yours? And I've got Beach Boy tickets to give away to the best. Excuse, oh, really? By the way, yeah, Beach wow. Boy tickets. So this is no uh, fly by the pants operation. Right, this is a right. legit thing here. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. Tom's in Canton. Tom, give me a great excuse you've heard or used. Well, my first one was uh, when I was in the military. I met a girl. At the club one night and decided Monday morning she didn't want me to go in. Uh, I called in, uh, told them my bike wouldn't start. Little did I know that uh, my next-door neighbor and my PSNCO were good friends. So five minutes after I hung up, his wife comes knocking on the door, hop in, you're going with me. Oh, no kidding. So I lost that one. But uh, (laughs) as far as the, the actual best one, I was going down 41 one night. I was working night shift, and... Past Cobb County car. Next thing I know, 
I'm sitting on the side of the road, and every blue light in the county, I think, was there. Either you would think it was either the president was in town, or we got a grand opening for Dunkin' Donuts. And what somebody happened? Met, well, somebody had just knocked off one of the local 7-Elevens oh. headed southbound. Uh, he had just happened to be driving a black 79 Z28 with mag wheels. Same as you. Out. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's two thing. we've had a uh, case of mistaken identity. Yeah. Hopefully there's no one out there with a, an SUV with a swim dad sticker that creates uh, some not, havoc because yeah. then you're screwed long over you. 404-872-0750, wsb talk Mark Aramid for Eric Erickson. Larry joins us in Snellville. What's cooking, Larry? Hey, Mark. What's going on, Bo? Not much. Not much. I had the best one ever. Years ago, worked a union job, and we worked on a point system. If you were absent, you got so many points, and after so many points, you were fired. Well, this one guy that really didn't like to work was borderline fired most of the time. Mm-hmm. He calls in sick. And the foreman says, uh, you know, the plant manager wants to know the reason that you're not going to be here. He says, well, you tell him I lost my American Express card and I can't leave home without it. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember those commercials, Longoria? I do. <laughs> Don't leave home without it. The American Express card. Uh, Don's in Mayretta. Don, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, love your show, buddy. Thank you, Don. Uh, yeah, this is a long time ago, um, before cell phones and GPSs and uh, computers and all that stuff. Back um, when you could lie easier. Yeah, well, <laughs> I thought I could. And uh, you, uh, uh, my brother was supposed to pick me up from work and I had to be back in work early the next day. I worked at a little convenience store. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting up there drinking a beer, and my brother pulls up. And I could tell he's been drinking, and he's driving. And he said, that's right, you can't get in my car with that open container. So I sat there and finished my quart and got in the car, and I fell asleep in his truck, and I woke up the next morning in his truck and didn't know where I was. And you don't have any GPS, and you don't have, and I didn't recognize any street names sure. or anything. I, now, I'm from Nashville, so he picked me up in Nashville, and I, I saw a phone booth, no phone book in the phone booth, but I looked at the phone, and I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> what? And this I'm is all after, Don, Don, this is all after one beer? No, a quart. I was tired. I'd worked all day and worked oh, okay. all night, and I fell asleep in the truck, and his drunk butt drove me to Louisville, <laughs> Louisville Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> Why Louisville, Kentucky? It was, had to so be I for a girl. Him. Had to be for a girl. No, I, I see him coming. He's carrying a quarter chicken and a half-drunk bottle of whiskey. It's like in the morning. And I'm going, what is going on? He's going, it's Derby Day. Let's party. Oh, my well, goodness. What am I going to tell my boss? So I call my boss and, where are you? I said, it's I mean, Derby Day. Let's party. And he goes, I don't want to hear it. I'm on my way. And he came and got me because I was supposed to be filling in, and he had a wedding to go real, to. Real and quick, so, how far of a trip is that from where you were to uh, to Louisville? It's, it's a couple of hundred miles. Oh, my. And, God. And, well, at least your boss was cool about it. I don't know. I would. Uh, yeah, I don't know many bosses that would have come pick me up yeah, 200 miles I thought he, he he passed out after one beer. I was like, <laughs> yeah. when does beer come in a quart? That must have been before my time. You know, by a quart? Like a quart? Like a, a quart of beer? Yeah. I've had a can, a bottle, and a forty. I've never and a beer ball. You remember the Coors Light beer yeah, ball? Yeah, it's kind of like bigger than a forty. A quart, a quart's about a you know. You're bigger than a forty. Yeah, I am. <laughs> All right, we're gonna come back with more of your calls. I've got Beach Boy tickets to give away.
for the most creative calling in sick excuse. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Five twenty five, forty three degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aramid for Eric Erickson. But uh, if you uh, miss Erickson, hang out thirty five minutes. He's filling in for me tonight. We did a little switcheroo. Back to the phones, looking for the best calling out of work excuses around. Glenn's in Lawrenceville. Glenn, welcome to the program. Hey, you know I've I've heard just about everything. I used to work in retail, but the one that got me was this lady and her dog died, and I thought this is terrible. But it, she wasn't really sad that her dog died. She had to stay home with her other dog because it was going to be sad. Wow. And, did, and, and as her boss, did you accept that excuse? It was, I had to tell her, I'm sorry, that's going to be unexcused. Yeah, I would imagine. As a boss, you know when people are lying, though, right? Like, that's, it's pretty obvious, oh, yeah. isn't I mean, it? And they always, I had one that, I mean, she called and I never called her out on it, but she said she was sick and literally like had the throwing up sound and water hitting in the toilet. (laughs) Sound effects are always good. That's the thing with with teachers too. Teachers know now, now as an adult, I know this as a kid, I didn't know teachers know when you're giving them a lie about why your homework isn't done. The dog gave me a homework that teachers always know when you're lying and when you're telling the truth. That's true. So kids, if you're listening, tell the truth to your teachers. They know when you're lying. Taylor's in Bethlehem, T-Bone Pickens. Welcome to the show. How are you? What's up, buddy? Not much. So I don't have a very creative excuse, but probably the dumbest one I've ever done. I was about 22 years old, and I was still cooking for the country club. And I called my boss completely schnockered out of my head. Did you drink a whole quart of beer? (laughs) (laughs) No, I probably had about four beers and probably about four or five shots. So I drank a lot that night and yeah. called him drunk and said, I'm not going to be in tomorrow. I'm too drunk. So Well, you I told the truth. For that one. But, you, but you told the I truth. Did. By the way, Jamie Bendel from The Punchline said mm-hmm. a quart is 32 ounces. So oh, that's so less than small, a 40. Less than a 40. Okay. So that so guy a quart, got a over yeah. 32 ounces of beer. <laughs> that's kind of lightweightish. That is. To wind up in uh, Louisville, Kentucky with Buford. Alex is in Dorville. Alex, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi. How are you? What's up? Good. Um, okay, so technically mine's uh, a school excuse. It okay. When I was in high school, um, a friend of mine built a solar power motor scooter and thought it was going to be so cool and drive it to uh, school one day. And the, the day he just set his alarm, he's already late, it's raining. <laughs> Did the scooter work eventually when it was that's like pretty ingenious. Yeah, yeah, the, I mean, the scooter didn't eventually work. I mean, it was still for school that one because Well, I, but we're losing Alex's call there. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That is I remember there's a for kid high school. Tom Regner. I was in elementary school and he won all these awards. He he uh, invented or made a solar powered hot dog cooker. Wow. Yeah. So this, I mean, this is like 1980, mm-hmm. earlier maybe. And he, he built this machine. He went out in the courtyard, and he was going to cook these hot dogs for us on the solar-powered hot dog cooker. It, like, made him, like, lukewarm. 
But still, he got so, so many accolades. Yeah. I mean, he was like fourth grade and he invented this. Lawnmower shoes. He invented lawnmower shoes, this kid. Those. I don't know what he's doing now. Working for the TSA. <laughs> we'll come back after news, weather, and traffic. Mark Airman for Erickson on WSB. Lois Griffin, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back, Aram in for Erickson, but Erickson is going to be here at 6. He's uh, We swapped shifts today. We're going to get back to more of the TSA blue flu this morning at Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport. Looking for the best excuses you've ever used or heard when calling in sick to work. We'll get back to the phones in just a second, but I'm starving. It's 5.40 p.m. I haven't eaten since this morning. Well, I lied. I had some chips earlier, but uh, I need some fast food in my life. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? Uh, four and a half minutes now on the McDonald's on North Druid Hills, Mark Aaron. But if you go down to Chris Style and go through the drive-thru down there, it's only going to be three. Uh, the Jam Triple Team fast food <laughs> review traffic uh, here of Johnny Kobots because I'm wrapping cheese. And I'm here to please. Well done. What's on the menu tonight, sir? Mark, big things, new things, old things. Everything new is old again and vice versa. Remember a couple years ago, Burger King rolled out a big king, and it was an answer to the Big Mac. They yes. Said, we're going to take what you do with the Big Mac, and we're going to do it better. Well, with it was king, sauce. Around for a with king sauce. With king sauce. Yeah. King sauce, special sauce, uh, lettuce, onion, pickles, however the song goes. They had it all there. Well, it came and went. Now, in international markets, that kind of stuck around. But now they've revamped it. And now they're going to be rolling out this week. It's not on the menus today, but the Big King XL is going to be back on the menus. Actually, not back, but coming to the menus on Burger King. Longoria and just perked up, what? so this is a, a, yeah. a bigger size of the old Big King. And they've got and they 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 came up with a great idea. They said, you know, this Big Mac thing, that middle bun is useless. Nobody needs it. Let's get rid of it. So they took. That yeah. and got rid of it. Good. They upped the size of the patties, so you got two quarter-pound patties Ooh. as opposed to the little cheeseburger patties. Hold They're on, hold on, Johnny. Let me do the math for Longoria. Two quarter-pound patties, Longoria. Meat. Right. That's a half pound of meat. Oh, that is a half pound of meat. <laughs> he looked That's a little confused. I did. All right, go ahead, Johnny. I'm sorry. Yeah, and then you're going to have your two flame-broiled patties, special sauce, king sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. So it's pretty much everything you liked about the Burger King. I'm sorry, the Big Mac. But, but uh, supersized. Without super-sized the extra without the extra bun layer. Burger King across the street. Yeah. yeah. Everything you want without that needless middle bun. They should have replaced the bun with another patty, made it a triple. That would have been nice. I'm now sure listen, they do that. If Johnny, if Longori wants to do that at Burger King, what does Longori have to do? You raise two fingers, <laughs> wave over the manager, and say, look, I'm with the Mark Aram show. Price <laughs> isn't an object. Give me the third patty already. Yeah, throw, so if, if it's three quarter-pound patties, Longoria, how much meat is that on the bun? Wow, that's, that's uh, three-quarters of a pound. That is three-quarters of a pound. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you, today's National Pastrami Day. Okay. And I had the greatest Reuben I've ever had in my life. I'm fo- I'm a 45-year-old Jewish man. I've had many Rubens in my life. I had the gr- Jews nugget. I've had the great I had the greatest Reuben in my life this morning at 7 a.m. I'm going to tell you about that. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. It was at Fred's uh, Meat and Bread. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for spoiling the tease in the middle of my traffic <laughs> report, buddy. Play that sounder again. 
Oh, That's God. the new traffic sounder. That's the new traffic sounder. <laughs> anyway, Johnny, yeah, Doug was right. Fred's meat and bread. I, I ordered it on Saturday and heated it up this morning in the microwave at 7 a.m. And it was still the best Reuben I've ever had. Amazing Reuben. Wow, that's saying a ton. Exactly. Oh, you, yeah. Because yeah. you come from the pastrami belt up there. In the <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not the rust belt. It's the pastrami belt. The salted cured meat belt <laughs> of uh, of northwestern Connecticut. Yeah. Johnny, I'm, I'm excited for the Big King. Longoria and I are going to dine on those. Not available today, but soon at a Burger Thursday. King near you. Thursday. All right. Oh, Thursday. Longoria, we've got a lunch date. All right. Johnny K., we appreciate you as always. And? It's the cholesterol. Hi, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter and listen to my podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things kielbasa on kielbasa.com or johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. Can I have the, the new traffic sounder one more time, Longoria? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> Russell's in Atlanta. Russell, give me your best excuse for missing work. Well, this was back in the 80s. Uh, I was a cart- cartographer for the tax assessor's office in Florida. So I'm on my way to work. I've got my wife in the car. And you know how women like to put their makeup on in the car? She's trying to open up a bottle of fingernail polish. So she hands it to me. I'm supposed to be manly and open up this almost impossible bottle of fingernail polish. I tap it on the steering wheel. It's a 60, uh, 68 Mustang, so it's those real hard steering wheels steering wheel it breaks it covers my hands all in red fingernail polish so i get out the fingernail polish (laughs) remover trying to get it off my hands and it literally causes a bad skin reaction and my hands swell up so i call my boss and i tell him say hey i'm not going to be able to make it in today i got red fingernail polish all over my hands and they're swollen up as a cartographer, I'm going to believe you on that. I'm going to say, you know what? You're a wacky cartographer in Florida. I'm going to buy that excuse. What is exactly? Is that a map maker? Cartographer? Sure. Let me see this. That sounds right. Siri, what is a cartographer? Okay. I found this. Yeah, map maker. Thank you, Siri. All right, we're going to come back. I still have Beach Boy tickets to give away. The best calling in sick work excuse you've ever heard or used. 404-872-0750. Atlanta's Evening News on WSB. Final segment, Aram for Erickson. He's in for me in just a couple of minutes. He's going to talk about the uh, Brian Kemp inauguration. I can't wait to listen on my way home. We only have a limited amount of time, so 10 seconds or less. Give me your best excuse for calling in sick to work. Barry, what do you have? I have a sailboat blocking my car in the garage. I couldn't get to work. <laughs> I love it. Creative. Uh, Terrence is in Lawrenceville. Terrence, real quick, what do you have? Well, I actually didn't call in. I was late. Uh, yeah, I was late, and I um, actually had cleaned up before I had supposed to go to work and mess around and mop myself into a corner. <laughs> but I hope that worked for you. Uh, Steve's in Dawsonville. Steve, real quick, what do you have? Yeah, I had a girl go home uh said she had a doctor's appointment on Friday. Monday, she called in sick. Tuesday, her mom texted me from Chicago and said she was sick and couldn't get in to see a doctor. Turns out that she was in jail and she was calling in sick to cover that she was in jail. Oh, I like that. Hang on, Steve. You might be getting those Beach Boy tickets. Uh, Mike's in Atlanta. Mike, real quick, what do you have? Mike, uh, I, I didn't show up for work because I was upset today. I, was, I told my boss I was upset because Stacey Abrams 
stated on PBS, my blood pressure's up, that she doesn't mind illegal immigrants voting, and I was so pissed because... Bl- All right, way to, way to make it political here Boring. at the end of the show. Thank you. Fred's in LJ. Fred, real quick, what do you have? Yeah, I'd like to hear you guys. Told me it's true. The, um, uh, excuse the guy was um, ended up in the hospital, and what had happened is his wife got him up early in the morning to fix the garbage disposal, and they had a new oh. little kitty. Oh, and no, he, I don't I don't want to hear the end of that. I don't want to hear the garbage disposal kitty. I don't want to hear the end of that. Tom's in Blue Ridge. Tom, real quick, what do you have? Well, I've got two, but I'll give you one. One of my former bosses used to be a high school teacher in Dublin. One of his students came in real late. He said he was supposed to go get the cow and milker before he came to work, and it was real foggy, came to school. It was real foggy that morning. He couldn't find the cow. <laughs> Let's do star of the show, Longoria. Star of the show. Do we have it? Yeah, we have it. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? The conservative Viking, Eric Erickson, star of the show. He got to uh, be the MC at the uh, Kemp inauguration. Uh, Scott, last chance to win the Beach Boy tickets. Uh, best excuse you ever heard real quick. Yeah, well, I just moved to Atlanta, and I walked outside, clicked on my key to unlock the door, and it wouldn't open. I grabbed all the handles, started pulling on it. I did not realize that it iced overnight. I literally tore the door handle. Oh, out of my, my goodness. Sorry, Scott. Uh, Steve, you won the Beach Boy tickets, buddy. All right. Hang on the line. Catfish is going to get some info from you. You've won two tickets to see the Beach Boys Sunday, January 20th at the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center. All right. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.